is Gucci. So and today Fendi is It's hot. Hey, this is Nikki Jensen. And Brie Picconi. And we're Late, Late to, to the, the Party. A weekly podcast about film, fashion, and pop culture. Yeah. Hey Brie. Hey Nick. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Good. Pretty good. Yeah. How are you doing? I am pretty good. I've had a crazy, like, it's been a weird, like, a good two weeks. But, like, last weekend we were in D.C. This oh, weekend yeah. I was in Raleigh. And just a lot. It's been going on a lot pop culture and film-wise, too. So, just, like, a lot of personal stuff going on. And then and then all the, all the like, good pop culture-y bits are going on, too. So, it's a lot. But oh, how like, are you? Like, like what? <laughs> Like, like what? Yeah. So Academy Award nominations came out last week. Oh. And so like what I do, I know the Super Bowl just happened last yeah. night too. I was going to say this. I know about that. I've but I actually watched it. And I didn't. <laughs> so I want to hear about that. But like the Oscars are my Super Bowl. I know this. So like every year I try to see all the best picture nominees. I didn't realize it was already Oscar season, to be honest. It's Oscar season, baby. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, and I, this week I dragged you to see Licorice Pizza with me. Well, you didn't You didn't drag me. I wanted to see it. Cool. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is, happens like every Oscar season, though, where like I feel like I am, even if I'm not. Yeah. Because you did. I did ask if you wanted I, to see Licorice Pizza, but I feel like I'm like, I got to go see them all. And I'm just like dragging my loved ones to to see them. <laughs> well, I love. Well, I mean, would you call it like an indie movie? Uh, licorice pizza, I would say, mm. well, it's a Paul Thomas Anderson film, so it's not like, it's not a Marvel movie, but it's not like, I don't know, like, um, an A24 film. It's like right smack dab in the middle, probably. It's probably, it's like more of the, one of those like, tour de force or like, you know, like, um, like movies that film goers would love. Or, like, film, like, enthusiasts would love, but not... Not every just person, like... Just, like, Joe like, Schmo. Yeah, I gotcha. But, but, yeah. So, well, I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was gonna ask. We haven't <laughs> spoken about it. We saw Licorice Pizza together. Yeah. And we didn't... We, we, we came in... We were it. in separate cars, <laughs> and... I, uh, I think I ignored your call, You too. did! I, I thought you... I didn't know... You stalked me all the way home... <laughs> So Brie yeah. follows me all the way home. Like we're like we go two separate directions. Like Brie no. takes off in a different direction, and they, yes, that's what happened. You like were like boom, and you sped off to the back of the movie theater. That's <laughs> not true. <laughs> you took to the back of the movie theater though, for real. I didn't go to the. I, I okay. We were in two different lanes because we parked in different like rows or whatever. And, but we were, we were like side by side. I looked over at you and you looked over at me and we're going the same speed <laughs> straight ahead. And then, yes, you do take a left and I guess you can't see whether I take a right. So this is all like <laughs> hearsay. <laughs> but I snuck up on you. I you did. did. I was like, who is riding my, my bumper? And I, <laughs> and I couldn't see well, like I got- exactly because you were so close to my tail <laughs> and I was like getting a little creeped out and then like all of a sudden I was like oh that's Brie and then I tried to call you and you did not answer <laughs> well my defense 
I had not set up my Bluetooth yet in my uh, with my new phone. Your brand new phone. My brand new phone. So, but yeah, I did. I was like, where is she going? Because you could only take a right out of there. We couldn't mm-hmm. go. I don't know. So I was like, oh, maybe she's gonna loop around. But it's it's late. It's dark. Let me just make sure she gets home okay. So Bree stalks me. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, what did you think of licorice pizza? I know that was like a digression. But. Yeah, no, I liked it. Um, it it was well, I like anything set in the seventies for onesies. Um, I also like Heim, so it was exciting to see all the sisters were I there. Was, I was blown away that that's Alana Heim's film debut. Same with Cooper Hoffman. Yeah, no, they were both really good. Like, but they were so natural. Yeah, so good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a little, like, the the weird little romance that's happening. It is strange when you think about it too hard, about the age difference, just because he's in high school and she's, like, I don't know, tw- 28? 25. Who's to say? 25, yeah. <laughs> you don't ask a lady her age, True. as she says. I, uh, I, like, I get it, why people are, like, really hung up with the age difference thing, but I don't think... I don't think that's what it's about. And I think like a lot of things are more nuanced, especially like I feel like PTA in this film is trying to talk about just like being directionless and aimless and kind of like this idea of like like a precocious 15 year old and like a Mm -hmm. really like like Alana Himes character is very passionate and very driven and, you know, lively, it's just, like, she doesn't know what direction to go in and where to put all that passion and put all that, like, fire that she has. Yeah. So I think they've just met each other at an interesting time in both of their lives. And I think I think she's trying to hold on to youth. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cooper Hoffman's, like, Gary Valentine character is trying to be an adult. Be an adult. Yeah. It is interesting. So, so I think, like... I don't know. I, I think, like, it's it's a little silly to be too hung up on that when, like, the point is kind of... They couldn't be the same age. Yeah, it would really be interesting. To, yeah. Or, like, it wouldn't... It wouldn't show, like, when you're, like, a teenager try, trying to be an adult, but then when you get to your mid-20s, like... Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of reminded me of Laggies, Lynn Shelton. Oh, yeah. You know, film with Keira Knightley. Knightley. yeah. I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. That's another good one. It has. Yeah. No, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I like, I mean, this is, I don't know, this isn't the point of the movie, I don't think, but um, I like that they started a waterbed business. <laughs> Big fan of the waterbed? <laughs> yeah. Who knew that was like a, a lucrative thing for a moment there? For a moment. A fad. A fad, yeah. Which, can we bring it back? Maybe. I mean, does anyone own a waterbed? I think there's room in the market. I, you know what? Casper mattresses should just start yes. waterbeds. And then every podcast we listen to should just be like, the new mattress, the oh, waterbed. Maybe we'll get sponsored. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. First, you Send know. Send us a waterbed, please. People listen to us so we can get sponsored by a waterbed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your mouth to... Podcast God's ears, Brie. I'm manifesting it right yes. now. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, Oscar season, and then we saw Licorice Pizza. Yep. I've, I watched so much Euphoria this week. Mm. Dude. I'm finally on season two. I haven't seen last night's, like, 
the episode six of season two. Mm-hmm. I hear it's crazy. Dang. So I'm excited. And you told me the last one was pretty crazy, so. Right? Episode five is is crazy. Man. I don't know. And I can't talk to you about it. Like, you can't. I'm not quite like, there. I just started season uh, two. We will discuss. We'll circle back. We will circle back to this euphoria business and not be late to the party when the when the time comes. Yes. End of season two. We'll both be caught up. We'll be here. Yep. So put a pin in that. <laughs> For sure. But And you saw the Super Bowl? I did. I saw the Super Bowl. Um. I mean, the game itself, I'm like, yeah, you know, I am I could care less about football, <laughs> but the halftime show, oh my God, Nick, you got to see the halftime show. Yeah? It's amazing. You got Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, um, Eminem, Mary J. Mary Blige. Mary J. Blige. That was so exciting. And then you got 50 cents. <laughs> 50 cents? 50 cents. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> 50 cent. Uh, just singular cent. But, um, yeah. No, it's so much fun. It's, I don't know. Does Mary J. Blige sing um, Family Affair? Yes. Yes! That's why you need to see it, Nikki. You That's gotta, my song. That's what I'm saying. You got to see it. Um, it's <laughs> don't good need time. no hateration. Holleration. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. I wanted, I, I was really upset when it ended. I wanted it to keep going. I just wanted, like, a concert with, like, the five of them. Ooh. You know? It was lit. And I missed it. Yeah. And Dr. Dre the whole time's kind of like up there just kind of, I don't want to say he's like pulling the strings, but it's kind of like. Okay. You know, laying down the, the beats. and The things. beats. Yeah. The beats Not, TM. Yeah. <laughs> As you're wearing your beats. I am wearing beats right now. <laughs> your beats by Dre. Yeah. TM. Ah, that's awesome. But yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to. And but now we're here. Now we're here. Yeah. And we, uh. We just watched a movie. We did. Yeah. So this is an episode of Movie Club. Holla. Yeah. So welcome to Movie Club. <laughs> yeah. Which I just always picture every time I say Movie Club, I picture like the movie phone guy being like, welcome to Movie Club. That was so cool. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the the movie phone guy where you call and get the show times. I, I don't really, but you told me about it and I remember. It's a little before our time, but you know. Still. It's still one of those memes. Yeah. But yeah, so this week on Movie Club, we watched the 2000 cult classic cheer comedy, Bring It On. Um, And this film was directed by Peyton Reed in his directorial debut and stars Kirsten Dunst, Eliza Dushku, Gabrielle Union, and Jesse Bradford. That was like cutie, right? That was cutie. (laughs) Just saying. Which I had like such a big crush on him as a kid. I can see why. Really? Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, shout out to Jesse Bradford, wherever that man is. Probably still looking fine. Probably. But yeah. So what are your memories revolving around bringing on, Brie? Like, okay. So I don't I don't know that I saw it like back in the day, but I remember watching it with you like four, five, I don't know, a handful, like not so long ago. Mm-hmm. So it's somewhat fresh, but it's, I only saw it maybe once, maybe some clips and things here and there. I know a couple of the cheers. Spirit fingers. Spirit fingers. I know about spirit fingers. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I I think one of my friends in middle school, like he would always do this thing. He'd be like, spirit fingers on the school bus. And I just, I don't know. I thought it was a religious thing. <laughs> 
And I don't know, maybe it was actually, because he really sounds just like the, the choreographer in the movie, so he probably watched Bring It On. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. Kendall, if you're out there and listening, let me know. <laughs> HMU. Yeah, HMU. But, um... But yeah, like, I remember when this movie came out. Like, I remember being very young and very impressionable. And I remember, like, all my little friends, we'd always do the cheers. You know, like the, I'm sexy, I'm cute, I'm popular to boot, I'm bitching. You know, like that whole yeah. thing. And, like, the uh, spirit fingers... You know, and like the Toros, like birds cold in here. I remember we just did those cheers, and like I think it was even before seeing the movie. But then, you know, once like it came out on DVD or VHS or whatever, and we could like blockbuster rent it. Like it was just like a thing. So yeah, it's it's formed in my brain somewhere, like my kid brain. So it's fun seeing it now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a really cute movie, and the cheers are pretty catchy. Is this did this movie start like U G L Y? You ain't got no alibi, or was that already? I have do we know? No clue. I'm just curious because I remember that was a big cheer, and I it was in the movie at some point. Like, I don't know. It was. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm like, was it one of those things that was of the time? Probably. It was probably like a schoolyard. Yeah. Cheer? Do, I don't do you know. Remember those schoolyard cheers? I do. Like I feel like I was never on a cheer team or anything, but I do remember being out in the schoolyard and we would all just do these little cheers mm-hmm. and it was so much fun. And I wanted to be a part of it, but then I was also like, I'm not I ain't no cheerleader. But then I was also like, Oh, it'd be so cool. But I also wanted to play basketball, so I don't know. <laughs> and I did you had hoop dreams? I had hoop dreams. I still do. <laughs> I feel like I I don't know, I was on one of those cheer squads you were as a, i was yeah i was i don't know where you were brie i don't I mean, know we grew up together anyways <laughs> i remember we we did all those we didn't you know as children you can't like you know be like i'm sexy i'm cute i'm bitching <laughs> yeah but uh was that what you really wanted to cheer though <laughs> yes but uh yeah no i've always liked this movie and i Honestly, like, after seeing it now as an adult, I don't know why I don't go to it more. Like, I really, as far as, like, movie club movies, mm-hmm. this is one of, like, the few that we've actually seen besides, like, The Holiday and and maybe Dick, where I would, like, circle back to it. Yeah. And, like, actually just watch it. It's, like, a cool, comfortable, mo- like, comfort movie. I really like it. I agree. And it's held up it- really well. Since it's, like, your second time viewing. Yeah. Like, what did you think of Bring It On? It's it's a lot of fun. Like, the dance routines are really cool. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, I get what you're saying about the comfort kind of thing. Like, I would watch it again. I don't know how I've only watched it, like, twice, honestly. Because, I don't know. I feel like I've been living under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Late to the party? Yeah, definitely. But, um, I mean, how many times have you seen this movie? Not a lot. Like, maybe in my adult life, twice. If You know, yeah, twice. And then, like, as a kid, a couple times. So not a lot, a lot. It's just one of those movies I've always... It's always been around. I got it's, you. Um, it's always a reference point. Mm. So. Well, I'm thinking maybe this could be, like, the new High School Musical for me. <laughs> Is a High School Musical one of your comfort movies? <laughs> I, I don't think I'd say it's a... Com- I don't know. I haven't watched it as an adult, to be honest. Like, um, 
not you know not in a real way but I have run away from that movie <laughs> yeah i've run away from it um but some of the moves that they do like the singing and dancing parts it does remind me of that a bit like i feel like bring it on walked so high school musical could run in a way <laughs> except well i feel like bring it on is a better movie better so, cooler yeah in my opinion <laughs> sorry zach Efron. i don't know if that's the best comparison but um you know but yeah, it's like, it's in that teen comedy era, which I feel like it doesn't exist anymore. I was just about to say the same thing. Like, we don't really, I don't know. I'm trying to think the last teen movie that I saw. I mean, I think it was Scream, but I don't know if that counts as like a, I mean, it's like a horror movie, so I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know. But, but yeah, I just love a good, like, early aughts teen film. So, yeah, bring it on is right up my alley. Definitely. But yeah, so let's take a trip to the year 2000. So it was the new millennium, you know, Y2K, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All that stuff. But uh, I remember. But yeah, so this is a quick overview of like the year 2000 film. So Ridley Scott's Gladiator won Best Picture and Best Actor for Russell Crowe at the Academy Awards. Uh, Dinosaur was the most expensive movie of 2000 and a box office success. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, American Psycho, Almost Famous, Requiem for a Dream, and Aaron Brockovich were released to massive acclaim, and the year 2000 saw the release of popular film installments such as X-Men, Scary Movie, Final Destination, and Meet the Parents. Oh yeah, Meet the Parents. (laughs) Dang, that's actually a lot for the year 2000. I mean, the new millennium, baby. Yeah, we didn't like die we all like didn't know like the world didn't end the computers didn't just like come to a halt and mess up our whole entire lives forever yeah i mean we wouldn't have had the dinosaur movie if i know that happened that would be so so sad that cgi was... and we wouldn't end up with the little fockers coming oh. out in 2010 like you know if it wasn't for you know the year 2000 with the meet the parents amen yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah, so back to bring it on. Yeah. So bring Brie, it back. Bring on. it back to bring it on, which just a disclaimer. Yeah. So I know that there are a bunch of other bring it on films after this one. Yes. And I know that there is a Broadway musical back in the day. Um, I have chosen <laughs> to pretend those like, don't exist. <laughs> you haven't seen any of them? No, I have. I've seen the one with um, Solange and Hayden Penetier. Oh, so wait a minute. I'm trying to think if I've seen that one. I, I definitely remember that being advertised. Like It always played on E, like when we were in high school. Mm. Yeah. But those movies are all dead to me. Because they're not good. <laughs> and they're straight to DVD, literally. Dang. But um, but yeah, no, I love Bring It On. It's just the sequels can... I don't know. But would you like to give a quick synopsis of Bring It On? Sure. A champion high school cheerleading squad discovers its previous captain stole all their best routines from an inner city school and must scramble to compete at this year's championships. Simple as that. That's it. That's the most simple synopsis we have had, I feel, from all the movies we've seen. Like, it really has. I mean, it's also like a synopsis that we can talk about. I feel like some of these (laughs) movies that we've watched for Movie Club have, like, like the weirdest plots. <laughs> yeah. But bring it on 
It makes sense. Makes sense. It's actually a good movie, too. Yeah. I feel like it's a rarity in movie club. Yeah. I mean, there's some character development in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Some plot development. It's it's good. Yeah. So, at the box office, Bring It On was released in North America on August 25th, 2000. And it actually became, it was number one at the North American box office. So, I'm going to go quickly to box office mojo. Ooh. My, my tried and true. So, yeah, it was number one opening weekend, followed by The Art of War, The Cell, Space Cowboys, Original Kings of Comedy, What Lies Beneath, The Replacements, The Crew, your favorite Brie Nutty Professor to the Clumps. <laughs> yes. And then rounding off the top 10, Autumn in New York. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very nice. I know most of those films. <laughs> yeah, I know... I know the clumps, um, and I've heard of the Space Cowboys. The Replacements, that sounds very familiar. And it's I- a Keanu Reeves and a football movie? What? I'm just clicking on it now. That's so weird. So he plays a football player? I've never seen it. I've just seen the movie poster. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but if I just... He doesn't strike me as a football guy, or at least not a player, but maybe, you know... That'd be interesting to see. That would be. His, I mean... His long hair just dripping sweat. That, anyway. That's hot. I love seeing Keanu Reeves, though, just, like, in things. Mm. Like, I like um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. Like, just for the novelty of it. I know what you mean. Like, I want to see Keanu do a bad British accent. I live for that. Hell yeah. But yeah. So... And yeah, at the time, like, reviews were pretty good for Bring It On, um, but my man Roger Ebert <laughs> didn't love it. Right. It was pretty mid for him. Um, but then he actually came around. Um, it was this movie in 2009 called Fired Up, and he actually wrote in that review, he called Bring It On the Citizen Kane of cheerleading movies. That's a really big statement. It is. <laughs> But, I mean, it, you know, did Bring It On really, it probably really set the scene for, I feel like there's been so many cheerleading movies after. Yeah. Well, I think it, like, started, too, like, this, I think Bring It On is a true, like, teen comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, in the truest, like, late 90s, early 2000s sense. Yeah. But I feel like there is this element of satire and self-awareness, especially the way Kirsten Dunst plays you know, her character, and just the tone of the movie in general. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think, like, it being self-aware and being, like, well-written and just I think everything makes it very timeless. And I think you're right, probably set the bar for, like, kind of like the the rest of the 2000s as oh. far as teen comedies being more, like, self-aware. Like dance competitions, like Step yeah. It Up. Remember that? I think so. But I don't know what... You know what? I don't know if I'm the best to uh, to have that conversation, to be honest. I've never seen a Step It Up film. All right. I think I've seen... I think I've just seen Step It Up All or Nothing. It's been a while, though. I think there's a bunch of those, too. Like like the Bring It Ons and the Step It Ups, I feel like. Is um Channing Tatum in that one? In, in Step It Up? I know he's in the first one. <laughs> Let's see. That came out. So Step Up... 
Oh, it's Step Up. It's not Step It Up. Am I just am I just making well, my own movie titles? I don't know. I just like in reference to Step Up, I always hear Step It Up to the Streets. So. I hear, yeah, I thought it was short for Step It Up. You're right. It is it is Channing Tatum. Huh. But I've never seen one. But maybe, you know what? Maybe maybe it started that whole like competition movie thing. I don't know. In my mind, it did. I I don't know if these are rumors, but like, I can see like how there's inspiration, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. The tension. I'm sure some routines were stolen or something. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. But Um, uh, we're going to talk about Bring It On. But yeah, back to Bring It On. Bring it back to Bring It On. Yeah. You want to give some little, little factoids? Sure. So, this is interesting. Gabrielle Union was 27 at the time of filming. She looks great. Mm-hmm. And I would not have guessed. No. I mean, I the, don't know. The girl who played Big Red looked way older than her. No shade. No, she looks in her 30s, at least. What kind of name is Big Red anyways? Just just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Like, I can't imagine someone in high school calling themselves Big Red. Maybe like the gum? Yeah. Guess it's intimidating. Guess so. <laughs> um, so yeah, some more facts. The biggest expense was securing the rights to Warren's cherry pie, which cost $40,000. That's that's a big budget. And that's also crazy because that's literally like in the audition scene for like a minute tops mm-hmm. and that much money to get cherry pie. Wow. Well, I guess they had the money. I mean, it was Universal, right? We produced yeah. it. Yeah. I so. think the budget was $10 million. Okay. So, Meh. Meh. I guess that's not too bad then. Um, The vintage rock t-shirts that Cliff wears throughout the film are from director Peyton Reed's extensive collection. Nick, you're a fan. You're a fan of a good band tee. Oh, yeah. I liked his band tees a lot. Yeah. Would you steal some from his collection? Oh, yeah. I'd wear his band tees. I knew it. Just because I have, like, the biggest crush on Jesse Bradford, but yeah. <laughs> oh, you're like, well, he wore this shirt. <laughs> it's not for the band. No. I see. Um, Let's see. The Toros and Clovers cheerleaders uniforms show the midriff, which is strictly forbidden on high school competitive teams. Don't know if that's still true. Might be. Maybe. I don't know. Who's to say? Yeah. The Clover's line, can we beat these Buffies down so I can go home, is an homage. Uh, Claire Kramer and Eliza Dushku have played villains on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I do remember that. I do remember um, Eliza Dushku playing this, like, I don't know. She was kind of a troubled, she wasn't really the worst character, but she wasn't the best. I don't know. I included that factoid because you like Buffy. Thanks. (laughs) I appreciate it. Um... So to avoid using stunt doubles, actors participate in a four-week cheer camp. And let's see, last fact. Oh, the girl group Black, B-L-A-Q-U-E, if y'all remember. Oh, yeah. They play the Clover cheerleaders. Yeah. You remember Black, Brie? I do. I had their CD as a kid. Yeah. I am. Um, I loved, I still listen to that one song they did with J.C. Shazay. Oh, Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. Oh, man. What, what is, is it, it called? called? It's like, oh, baby, bring it all to me. me. Yeah. I yeah. think it's bring it all to me. Yeah. 
<laughs> you'd have to sing it to process basically what it's called it's a bop though it is i feel like we forget about them like i don't know i know r.i.p to the one girl in black my favorite one and my favorite like clover besides gabrielle union in this movie Mm. The you know the feisty the, one i was gonna say yeah. yeah she died in 2012 so r.i.p that's sad which you know what's crazy about that though which like not to go on too much of a tangent so like she was discovered by lisa left eye lopez you know another feisty one another feisty one from tlc left eye died in a car accident in 2002 yeah 10 years later I, I don't know her name, but the girl from Black, she died in a car accident. That is freaky. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that is scary. So, but, you know, pour one out for for Left Eye and the girl from Black. <laughs> I will. But, but yeah. So before we get into this movie club, mm-hmm. I want to share with you. So it was the year 2000. I want to share with you the premiere for Bring It On. Okay. The red carpet looks. So, Kristen or Kirsten Dunst is wearing like this really fun green, like low back number. I honestly, I love that. I love the fringe that's happening. I love this, this interesting colored green and this whatever's happening there. <laughs> that weird piece of material. It's like a mermaidy, like bottom. Yeah, like almost a mermaid dress. It's pretty. It reminds me of, like, the Green Fairy in Moulin Rouge. Yeah. And her, her dress, too. She's got another green dress. I think Big Red's dress has a stain on it. Wait, really? Let me see. Yeah, Wait, Big Red's if you zoom wearing, in, like, like, right there? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, so Big Red, or Lindsay <laughs> Sloan. Um, well, in this MTV article, it says she's sexy and cute and popular to boot on the red carpet, mm-hmm. which she is. She looks really cute. She does. She has like a red dress and underneath it is like an eggplant colored bra with a stain on it, though. Yeah. You, you mean green dress? Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> you said a red dress. Lies. <laughs> Just have to check you. Uh, I'm so like caught up in that stain. I know. You are only focused on the stain. It didn't matter what color dress it was. You went right to the stain. <laughs> Sorry about it. That's okay. Oh, and Eliza Dishku is wearing like a beautiful, like little white strapless dress. She's looking fly. Yeah. It's like that, like kind of, would you call it a slip dress? I would say, oh, I would say so. Oh, and she has one of those like necklaces that look like ties. Oh, yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. I love how the camera takes these photos, too, from these higher angles. And it's got to be a wide-angle lens of sorts, because their feet look so small and their heads look so big. It's also, like, so haphazard. (laughs) Yeah. But it's fun. Oh, and then Gabrielle Union's wearing some funky white pants. Ooh. Embroidered pants were so much fun. They were. I'm really glad this, like, Y2K, like, fashion moment is coming back. Right? Yeah, they're all looking so cute. Oh. oh, you know what though? What? I love her. I love her outfit. Is it Natina Reed? Natina Reed. Yeah, she has a Guy Fieri outfit on, <laughs> and I love it. Bree. I love it. The this flame. is like your your outfit though. If I was on the red carpet, hell yes. It's like a flame 
a la Guy Fieri bustier. Mm-hmm. And then she has on, like, angel wings that are red. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a leather, like, skirt with a slit. It's like a... It's like a midi. It looks like a zipper. Is it a zipper too in the middle, or is that just a slit? No, it is a zipper. That is hot. I love the attitude she's serving. Like she, she's given the most toot out of everyone in the photo. Fo- everyone's just smiling, or whatever. She's like, mm, bam. I love it. Love that energy. If you were at the premiere, bring it on. Yeah. What would you wear? I think <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd wear that. Like, but I mean. Out of those looks, you mean? Or, or just, in, just general. in general? Hmm. I don't know. It might be fun to wear something, like, as a nod to the cheerleading yeah. outfits or something, you know? I don't know. Or, like, my favorite go-tos, baggy pants and, like, a crop top. Um, For sure. Maybe a funky one of those hairdos where you're, um, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, little, like, the little clips. Oh, with the... Like, like the butterfly, butterfly clips? clips? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, butterfly clips. Yeah. What would you wear? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe like a nod to like the cheer elements or hmm, like something very 2000. Yeah. Like almost like um last week we were talking about the J-Lo mm-hmm. Versace dress. The one Sandra Bullock wore. It was the same Versace, like, jungle print, but it was, like, orange and, yeah, pink. Ooh. I still haven't seen uh, Sandra Bullock's dress. I just keep hearing about it. Gotta Google it. I do. It looks great. I gotta Google. That's my assignment to myself. Yeah. Google some Sandy B. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in my notes. Yeah. Well, let's discuss the film. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's get into it. So, yeah, that opening dream sequence scene, iconic. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's, like, like a relatable dream of sorts, you know? Being naked in your dreams. Yeah, it happens so quickly, you know? But except no one it, – it's not completely accurate. No one ever reacts that way in my dreams. They never notice, and then it bothers me because I'm the one that notices. You know, same. Like, in my dreams, like, if I have a naked dream, I'm, like, very insecure, and everyone's, like, looking good. They still talk to you. They like look you're in the wearing eyes. clothes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Don't you see what's going on? They're like, no. It's like nice outfit. <laughs> oh, I haven't had one of those in a while though. But um, but yeah, like I feel like that opening sequence is so like, like that's like a pop culture like touchstone now. Like mm. I see references to that all the time. Same. Yeah. But you know, I'm not mad at it. Nah. I like a good dream sequence opening, so. For sure. Nothing more that I like more than a dream sequence opening and a movie montage, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I, like, wrote, because she goes into um her boyfriend's Jeep at oh, the yeah. beginning of the movie, like, after she wakes up from her nightmare mm-hmm. of being, like, naked in front of the, the whole, like, the crowd at the cheer cheerleading whatever. Yeah. But, like, I wrote that the boyfriend's obviously homosexual. <laughs> really? Is it because they couldn't mac in front of the parents? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I just loved how he said mac. Like, people don't... I haven't heard someone say that in a long time. I just think he looked so lame, too. But, like, very early 2000s. Was it the sweaters? I think it was the sweaters that were putting me off. 
Yeah. His sweaters bothered me, too. I don't know why. They're like, I'm too good for you sweaters. Yeah. Um, I really love, like, the scene where they're, like, practicing and, um, well, I guess it's after, after Torrance has been voted captain. Yeah. And she's, like, kind of drilling it into everybody. She's like, all right, again, again, one, like, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And they're doing that thing where they lift you up in the... I don't know what's it's a, a not a triangle a pyramid yeah the cheer yeah. pyramid the cheer pyramid they're trying to do that and then the one girl just falls to the ground and like breaks her neck and she's like it's okay guys I'll be fine I'll be back tomorrow don't worry don't worry about me and she's like smiling she's like I, no worries guys I'll be fine <laughs> and I don't know it really cracked me up I like the way that's shot too because like the moment she falls like you see it. It like Kirsten Dunn's kind of like leaning over to check on her, mm-hmm. and then when the girl like the camera goes to her, she rises up on like the stretcher. Mm. So I, I kind of like the way it was filmed. I like was that fun. too. Makes you feel involved for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh and like so like they're in high school and they're you know doing high school things. But I like my like big note was like nineties high schools rock like that's not how my high school was but like the look of it the look the aesthetic i'm like i want to go there yeah they always look way cuter in the movies Mine, so cute even the lockers look cute like everything was just blah i, I don't know <laughs> also i don't know it's in california too like even the the outside of that building wherever that is it it looks cool i didn't realize too like how much of like like me growing up like was like oh when i'm older this is how things are gonna look and it's like i pictured just like bring it on mm-hmm. essentially and i didn't realize that till like looking back on it now and like watching it again i was like oh i got like so much of like when i'm older from like bring it on wow yeah i feel like movies just lie to you <laughs> but that's okay okay i think like it's just aspirational it's aspirational i like that take yeah you gotta have good inspiration and aspirations yeah maybe if you just like pretend hard enough you can pretend like you're at that high school you know mentally i was there so (laughs) yeah there you go i am also okay this is the big question brie the big question the big question. Toros or clovers? I want to say clovers. Ditto. Yeah. They're really good. Like, their moves are just, like, wow. I also really love how, like, so Elijah Dishku's character, mm-hmm. like, because the girl falls on the stretcher, and, like, not on the stretcher, but falls and has to, like, get taken away on the stretcher. Yeah. And, like, breaks her whole body, essentially, or legs, but yeah. it looks like her whole body. Um, Eliza Jishku's character, Missy, auditions, mm-hmm. and she's, like, a gymnast, and she, like, I know, like, one the blonde girl, like, is making fun of her, calling her a dyke, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, like, she's, like, rough around, like, she's edgy. Yeah. But I, like, love Kirsten Dunst, like, she, um, she, like, wants her to be on the squad so bad and kind of just, like, is, like, pushing for it, and after, like, the first practice, Missy's, like, you're stealing all the cheers, so they go to, like, is it Compton? Yeah. To see the Clovers. And, like, 
right away. Like, I love the Toros. And as a kid, I was, like, such a team Toros. Mm-hmm. But, like, you watch the Clovers and Gabrielle Union in black, and they do their cheer routine, and you're like, that's no contest. They're yeah. way cooler, way better. Yeah. In every way. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. For real. I mean, there's no question. They are, like... I don't know. They're like stomping. They're twisting. They're spinning. They're tumbling. They're like, they got rhythm. They got rhythm. It's also like crazy to compare. Like they're doing that. Like, burr. It's cold in here. And like the toros, like you know, you see them do the cheer first, and then you go and see the clovers, and you're like, oh, that's a cool cheer. Now when the toros do it, it's like, it's like, uh, uh, kind of lame. Yeah. But then the clovers do it, and you're like. Hell yeah. Okay, so like, and I may be fast-forwarding just a little, but there's a scene where like the clovers, they come down. They're like, there's, so okay, let me set the scene. There's a high school football game going on. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a Toro's home game. The cheerleaders are cheerleading. They're like, ooh, right? They're doing their, yeah, like birds yeah cold in here whatever they're they're like doing a hardcore cheer and then the clovers come in and then they like one up them they're like doing the same cheer they're like yeah you tried to steal our cheer well take this we can do it better and i don't know the crowd's just like staring and it's like ooh. i love how like in the film too like the crowd is like clearly like like side eyeing the Toros yes. at their own home game, and then when Kirsten Dunst is like, or Torrance is like, who says that we should, you know, not use the clover like the stolen cheers anymore? Raise your hand, yeah, and like the whole crowd raises their hand, right? Okay, because weren't they trying to just get their own material? But the one girl was really fighting for, I don't know, keeping the same routine. Yeah, the one blonde girl is yeah. like, if it. It ain't broke, don't fix it, essentially. She also said, well, if we're going to have to have a new routine, then I'm quitting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Which, like, see ya. Yeah, for real. That's what I say. Just get her off the team, then. For real. Uh, and some somewhere along the line, we meet um, Missy's brother. Oh, yeah. Gr- Cliff. Cliff. I almost Cliff. called him Griff. I don't Griff. know. <laughs> Which, Jesse Bradford. <laughs> yeah. Who, uh... I don't know. Cliff is cool. I like Cliff a lot. He's cute. He's really cute. I like Missy, too. Like, yeah. them as, like, brother and sister, which I actually buy. Like, as far as, like, movie, like, brother and sisters, like, they look very similar. They do. Like, I bought that. I did, too. I didn't blink it. I was like, okay, yeah. Hundo P. But, yeah. No, I just... Yeah. I mean, I, he, he just seems super sweet, too. He does. I I don't know. Just something about him. It's very different than, like, a lot of, like, like, um, like, around that time, it was, like, a Freddie Prince Jr. kind of thing for, like, heartthrobby guys. And I feel like, like, Jesse Bradford's a little more, like, he's not cool, but he, like, you know, likes rock music and plays guitar and is sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's cool in his own way. I think so, too. I mean, he's the coolest guy on the screen. He but is. Everyone I, else is just wearing sweaters and maybe cheering and... Oh, yeah. All the other dudes that are shown are very, like, metro. Metrosexual. Yeah. Very sweatery. 
Uh, I think one of the cheerleading guys is referred to as Jan Jan the cheerleading man. <laughs> That's fun. But I just couldn't help but thinking throughout this whole movie, too. It's, like, obviously, like, satirical. Yeah. Because, I don't know, it's just the way it's the way it's played, too. I don't think it's, like, supposed to be taken very... Like, too it's like, seriously. Yeah, it's, like, kind of, like, mocking it. Like, there's so many, like, little jokes, which I want to ask you how you thought about that. There's a lot of, like, the use of the F word. Or, you know, like, they call Missy a dyke or dyke. What is it? Dyke- Dykelicious. Dykelicious. Dyktastic or Dyk-ta- whatever they call d- it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about that, Brie? I don't know. Um, I mean, it's kind of funny in a way, you know, but it's, it's also like people just threw around words back then and I don't know, they went with it. And I say we need to have more words that are funky, that are hopefully not offensive, but you know, what do you mean? I don't know. Well, I think they used, uh, well, are okay, when you said the F word, are you talking about, like, the slur? Not Yeah, the okay. slur. Because when you said F word, I was, like, thinking, like, the other F word. Like, and fuck? Was, yeah. And I was, like, no, I'm, I don't remember that. <laughs> I will say fuck. I can't say the other one. Okay. Cool. I will not. I shan't. Yeah. Like the, uh, what they call, like, a, a cigarette in England. In England, yeah. Okay. Well, that makes more sense for the context. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> What were you asking me? Just, like, what do I think of... Yeah, like, do you think... Like, I kind of read that they were throwing around those words because... They were in that group. They were in... Like, they were cheerleading dudes, and it's, like, supposed to be satirical and, like, funny in that way. Yeah. Because... Because there's always that, like, level of... I don't know. Like, there, there's clearly a lot of gay guy cheerleaders or... yeah. You know, whatever. I thought I thought it was supposed to be like it was it was like a funny thing, not like a like I could tell like you know in some movies when they're throwing around words like that or they're using like retarded or whatever to mm-hmm. like Which they, they used a couple times. They in this did. One. <laughs> but like, you know, like like in a lot of early two thousands movies how they just would like throw around like like gay or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like um just because it's like the lingo or like the slang, and then Hillary Duff pops, up. and then Hillary Duff pops up and says, "You can't say gay. Gay is not bad." Yeah, and then she disappears. Yeah, like a little little leprechaun. <laughs> but uh, but like you know, I thought this was like on purpose, like I think, funny. I think so. Self aware. I agree. Yeah, it seemed like it. I mean, they did seem kind of gay, or like at least bi or something. Like I don't know. They didn't really. They were really like. I forgot what the one guy said about his sexuality, but he was like, it's controversial. So that can mean anything. I don't know. They seemed in on the joke for sure. Oh, and it's not a democracy. It's a cheerocracy. Yeah. I wrote that down too. I was like, ooh, I like these, um, like making everything about cheer. Like someone makes a comment to Torrance about like when she's doing like a cheer in front of of the school and stuff like i think it's at the football game actually and she's like making eyes oh with, yeah with um with cliff mm-hmm. and like one of the other girls on the team they're like oh my god you're totally having cheer sex with him <laughs> <laughs> which is that like um what is it i read an article it's like soul gazing have you read about soul gazing what's that so soul gazing 
is um when you look at someone in the eyes okay and it's like tantra people are like tripping brie are they doing anything else or no. they're just looking at the eyes like are they doing anything no. physical or are they just no. staring no people there's this one article because we're looking at each other in the eyes so well, brie we're having sex right now i just want to let you know but it's not- you didn't ask for my consent <laughs> but um wow. but it's happening so like it's like a weird article that I read the other day, but they're calling it soul gazing. So that's what they were doing. How did you find this article? It just found you? It found me on Twitter. It was like one of those like BuzzFeeds or like Glamour UK articles. Are people supposed to... I'm sorry. I know we're talking about a movie, but like... <laughs> are, are you supposed to be like turned on when you look at someone's eye? Like is something supposed to happen? It's like a deep connection. Like... Okay. I don't know. I think... I think people... That freaks me out. Are... Uh, sad <laughs> yeah maybe it's like i don't know being inside for too long people are just like oh just staring at someone in the eyes that's that's sex now <laughs> i don't know it's wild okay well thanks for that tidbit i know they're just soul gazing cool yeah oh and um but yeah like i really dug like torrance and missy's friendship or like how kirsten Dunn's was in general like her character yeah. is like always like ever optimistic and just like nice to people like she realizes she's like culturally appropriating the clovers and instead of being a bitch or something she's just like we're gonna rewrite these wrongs and we're gonna like you know me as a cheer captain we're gonna like do it right yeah you know what i mean she does have good intentions she does and i really like that it's like pure yeah I don't know. And, like, I love the friendships she develops, like, with Missy or with, you know, Gabrielle Union's character. Yeah, they kind of form a bond or, like, an understanding of sort. They kind of, like, they get each other. They're like, I see you. Yeah, that's nice. I even like her and, like, Cliff's romance. Mm. Like, the toothbrush scene is, is, like, one of those scenes for me where it's, like, like, again, with my, like, little kid brain where I'm, like, that's love. People brushing their teeth somewhat aggressively, <laughs> looking at each other and spitting in the sink. Like, I don't know. Because <laughs> to me, it felt like they were just trying to outbrush each other. I thought it was romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, well, in the context, like, I think it, it seems like they are. Th- this is just when they're starting to hang around each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think, does he intentionally go into the bathroom uh-huh. to see because she like stumbles into his room yeah right while he's playing guitar yeah and he knows it like he mm-hmm. he's like playing the guitar at her basically and yeah i do get it because like, there's no words in the scene and they just kind of brush their teeth and like look at each other like look over at each other yeah they don't swish though they don't rinse <laughs> and that bothered me <laughs> Is that your hang up on it? <laughs> yeah, I'm like he just like sm- he he wipes his mouth and just smiles like showing his white teeth and then that's it. And I'm like, wait, you still probably have toothpaste residue in there. You're not gonna like gargle, Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's always like one of those scenes for me. Like, like I think in in romantic comedy movies, but like I'm like that's one of those scenes where I'm like, that's that's it. So if you had to write your own romantic comedy movie, would you include a, like a toothbrush? scene oh like as far as what what do you mean like you know just like would you take inspiration like if that's you know what i mean just like put it in the story somewhere that this is this is something they do that's it's romance like hell yeah you know a nod 
It is. Yeah. I like it. I mean, also, like, all my, like, romantic comedy movie references that I would use are pretty much, like, like, you know Ariana Grande's Thank You Next music video? Mm, yeah. It's, like, her. <laughs> She's already done it. She's already She's already it. taken all my, like, favorite, like, even the toothbrushing scene. She's, like, taken it all. But hers is, like, a music video. I yeah. want to see a full movie Oh, next. okay. <laughs> I want you to write a full movie. <laughs> and I'll watch. I don't know. Can Jesse Bradford be in it? Yes. <laughs> we, can, we can hope. See, like, I don't know what my, like, pure, like, my, like, I have, like, I'm, like, smitten with Jesse Bradford circa 2000, Brie. I don't know what's wrong with me. You can always get that stuff. Too to like, I mean, I'm sure he looks good now, but you know, like that weird software that deages you. <laughs> I know that's really creepy. I'm sure he still looks good though. Yeah. No. I don't know what it is. I just like the character of Cliff really does it for me. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Because he's not the cool dude. He just like likes his music and likes his things and like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I, he's cute. And Do I have a type and is it based on Cliff? Because I'm like thinking now, I'm like, my boyfriend kind of has Cliff energy. You know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you do. I mean, is that so wrong? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's that. There Thank you, you have Cliff. it. Thank you, Cliff. Um, for being the OG and for showing me the way. Yeah. But yeah, like, all my notes are like, the Clovers are so cool. Jesse Bradford's real cute. <laughs> oh, Mr. Spirit Fingers. Oh, yeah. I literally was just about to talk about that. Um, Sparky. Oh, my God. You remembered his name, Sparky? Yeah, I wrote it down because that name is just... I don't know. I just call them Mr. Spirit Fingers. Oh. So, can you describe Sparky? Um, well, he's very interesting. His beard is like a a weird coverage. Like, it doesn't cover his entire chin, just the bottom part. And, I don't know. I just, he's a, aggressive. He's got big, muscly arms. Um, But he comes in because the Toros... Are like we can't steal the clover stuff anymore, so we gotta we gotta create our own stuff. So they bring in Mr. Spirit Fingers. To- yeah, they. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> it, it just made me think of something. Yeah, go ahead. Um, they bring him in. He's like a dance instructor, right? Like mm-hmm. he's a choreographer, and he literally bashes like cheerleading, and he's like, cheerleaders are dancers who have gone retarded. <laughs> Which, like, one of my favorite lines from the whole film. Yeah. It kind of sounds cool, though. Like, I feel like, like, it's, it's, I don't think he means it in a good way, but, like, I think it sounds cool. You know, remember when, like, Black Eyed Peas were like, <laughs> let's get retarded and ha. Anyway, I mean, I know that's not Let's get it PC. started. Yeah, let's get it started. But you know what I'm saying? Remember when it, that was used as, like, a positive thing for some reason? Like. It went from a positive to a negative really quick. But, yeah, I know what you mean. Really quick. But yeah, um, he just like is so brutal and he's like putting everyone on a diet. I love Mr. Spirit Fingers, though. I love his like, fu- I think it's hilarious because he's like, these aren't spirit fingers. 
these are spirit fingers. Yeah. And like, I don't know, his dance moves. They're interesting. They get me. Yeah. I mean, he starts off basically doing the Macarena. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, a little fossy, a little Macarena. Yeah. There's like an interpretive dance in there somewhere as well. For sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then they go to um, like the cheer competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically like the Toros get, well, Mr. Spirit Fingers is teaching like another group. Like they have choreography for another group. So before the Toros get to go on this other school, basically does their whole entire routine, their Bob Fosse Macarena, Mr. Spirit Fingers routine. And then the Toros go up there and do it and make like a fool of themselves. It's just so, it's so embarrassing. You're just like cringing the entire time once the Toros get up there because you just know and everyone else is cringing. They don't even get any clap and nothing like radio silence. Radio silence. It's just so funny because it's like they are trying to not copy anyone and then bam, turns out their act is like, I think they said there's also like five total cheering teams that have the same routine in there somewhere like they're trying to track this guy down they're like we need to find sparky <laughs> sparky's a bad man sparky's a bad man yeah, yeah. oh and then um what cliff makes torrents a mixtape on a cassette that was really cool with a banger on it that song's yeah. a bop. That song was a bop. I was, like, literally bopping along, and I was really close to, like, jumping around on the bed as well. Just like Torrance does in the movie, and she takes her pom-poms and, like, jumps on the bed. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. If he, can you just imagine getting a mixtape from someone? Like, how much, like, effort that would be? I I would love a mixtape. Right? Like, on a cassette. Like, Ooh, on a cassette? Yeah. I don't know. I say bring back cassette tape mix tapes i want a cassette tape mix tape for sure it's really extra but okay i'll rewind that mixtape with my my pencil oh yeah i used to stick like my my finger in there and just kind of turn it around it worked all right nice yeah and then and then the clovers win spoiler alert yeah which i i was wondering like i because I couldn't remember from the, the other time I saw this movie. I couldn't remember if the Toro still won at the end. Because I think I read a Same. review that was, like, implying that they did or something. But they didn't. They, they got second, though, which was good for their first, like, original routine. But the Clovers, they, it was a clear win. For sure. I think that's, like, it's, like, a crazy thing in a movie, too. I think it's really unique mm-hmm. how, like you can root for for two people at once. Like, the girls, they're in, like, a friendly competition with each other. Yeah. And it's, like, of course you're rooting for the Toros in a way, mm-hmm. but you're even more rooting for the Clovers. You're, like, well, it's only fair. You're, like, second place is great. Good for them. Good for the Toros, and the Clovers deserve it. Yeah. It's, like, an interesting, like... Right. It's, like, um, there's no real, like, antagonist. Except yeah. Mr. Spirit Fingers. <laughs> Yeah, he's the main antagonist for real. Um, yeah, it was it was a nice ending. Like, I don't know, everyone was happy. I wonder. So they made a sequel, though, right? They well, they well, didn't. It's not exactly a sequel. They've it? made a lot of like straight to DVD 
sequels, I suppose. Like, they'll, they take in the Bring It On direct to video movies, they take like the premise, like, oh, there's a white girl. And mm-hmm. oh, she's stealing stuff from the black girl. Is that just and then like they every have to movie? get along? Yeah. Well, because I get the point, and I think I think it is kind of a cool way to talk about like cultural appropriation in a way. You know what I mean? Like maybe how to approach it or something. Like I don't know. I feel like the first Bring It On, I liked what they did there, but I'm like, I guess if you have the same plot playing out, would it? get old or like what do you do to make it interesting and, or change it because the movie was really good like bring it on was really good bring it on's a standalone yeah like the seat they're, they're not that's why i'm like i don't know if we sh- could even should even talk about them because they're like a different entity in and of itself it's like it's what like hollywood or like it's what they do with anything good they mm. always like have to make like a a bootleg version of it and like ring out the formula to death oh yeah that formula man so, True. like, I would take Bring It On as just, like, a standalone film. And I think the way they discussed race and cultural appropriation was really good. Yeah. Because it's nuanced. It's not. And there's no, like, actual villain. Like, the white girls were actually just ignorant. Mm-hmm. Which, a lot of times, as a white girl, we are just dumb. <laughs> True. And it's not, like, malicious. No, we're not all Big Red. <laughs> we're not all Big Red or that, like, blonde girl who just, like, wants to steal the routines or quit. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, I, I mean, I really did have fun watching the movie. I'd watch it again. I w- I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. I mean, this is part of your personal collection, too, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I have it on, I have it on DVD. I love it on Blu-ray. Yeah. So. Nice. Trying to think of if I have any um final thoughts. Yeah, I know. Like final thoughts on the Bring It On movie. My final thoughts were really like just like the clovers were so bomb. Clovers were great. Yeah. Team Clovers all the way. I really like too, just in general, how they um how both teams had like like they had these really cool mixes. Yes. Oh, I love that as if song too. Yes. A black bop. Yeah. I love that. B-L-A-Q-U-E bop. Yeah. <laughs> just don't just, get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Can we just bring back that term too, as if? As if. Yeah. As if. Amen. Yeah, um, I don't know what else to say about this movie. I. It was like a, a perfect movie. You know? Just the right amount of conflict or whatever it was like it ended nicely i think the plot was clear i agree as far as movie club movies go this and the holiday favorites yeah i am so glad we watched bring it on we were gonna watch material girls no shade to hillary duff but i feel like we wouldn't be like like we're like bring it on's a great film and i feel like if we did Material Girls, we might not, we might be like, woof. Yeah. So. I feel like there might be some some funny stuff in there. I don't know. I do for really sure. want to see it again. Just, Same. Just to see, because I remember, like, loving the movie for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, we yeah. had some, got to watch a good movie this time. I know. It holds up. From, um, Academy Award nominee Kirsten Dunst. 
Yeah. I feel like we've watched a lot of Kirsten Dunst movies, like, lately, just in general. Like, yeah. movie club and... Or, like, for even the Marie Antoinette when we did Sofia Coppola. Yeah. She's really good. She's really good. I was like, wow. And I haven't seen Power of the Dog yet, but I hear she's great. That's her newer one, right? Yeah, that's the one where she's nominated for Best Supporting Actress, I believe. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. It's on Netflix, so I have to check it out. But I, like, I didn't think I really liked Kirsten Dunst. I know. That's what I'm finding out. I didn't I, think so, but I, I think I do. She's a great actress. Have you seen the, um, there's, like, this meme on Twitter. It's, like, a picture of, like, the movie poster for Dick. And it's Kirsten Dunst and Michelle Williams. And it's, like, who'd have thunk they'd be both be, like, Academy Award nominee. Yeah. But it's true. They're great. So I know. Wow. But, but yeah, until next time, thanks for, for listening. You guys can follow us at the late to the party pod on Instagram mm-hmm. and leave us a rating or review on iTunes. And we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.